overall, I'll say like thank you so much. I really appreciate time. I don't even know if I remember like under your time or what have you, but like I really, really appreciate this so much. My brother's been hounding me and be like, "When's we going to show? When's we going to show? When's we going to show? <laughs> I think didn't talk to Rico yet." And even like my friend, um, the jester. I'm not. Yeah, I call him George on here. The jester, like he was just like, "Yo, who is he?" Like. Yo, I hope Bye. you listen to this because I I gotta make a comment because I'm like, yo, does this does this man sleep? Because like I swear to God, there's Bro, a meme he every don't. five seconds. He like, don't sleep, like, and that's the meme. Crazy. He runs he runs the podcast network, so he's he runs like the twelve shows more or less too. Welcome to this week's episode of the Better Life, hosted by Megan Better, brought to you by Sarkering Its Media Group. Let's get into it. All right, perfect. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule in life because I know you have a very busy, busy life, so I appreciate it. Of course, always, always. All right, so I'll start off with gratitude. You're the guest, I'll let you go first, but what are you grateful for this week? Um, I mean, I think in terms of gratitude for me, uh, this week especially, but uh, I would say for sure um, to be alive. Um, and that, mm-hmm. sounds, that sounds cliche, but um, especially in Halifax right now, there's been a lot of shootings, um, mm-hmm. uh, people shooting at each other, um, and just across the world, um, you know, with the police brutality and with the different stuff happening to the black communities, um, I'm, I'm legitimately grateful, uh, to, to wake up each morning. So I'm grateful for life. This is true. Yeah. It's been a lot of death, like not so much direct family for me, but just a lot of people or extended family around me. And it's just like, bruh, this is, and like people that weren't sick, like people dying with the blue, younger people dying, like adult, like middle age. And it's just like, it's, yeah, it's just, it's been tough. So that, that is a good one. I I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. For sure. Just gives you like an appreciation. Just an Perspective. Yes, exactly. Yeah, mine's more or less in the same vein. I'm just grateful for like health, like pretty, I would say good health overall. Mm-hmm, I would like mm-hmm. think I'm a healthy person, but like just overall, like I was telling Borley, like my brother's back is not okay. My, I was dealing with my mom like last month and then with her like two years ago. <laughs> well, <Right>. so <laughs> just I'm grateful for like good health. Like I'm like slightly down bad, but like I can still move around. I just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm good to go in that sense. I just got to rest a little bit. But yeah, good Man, health is important. You you ain't, you're not down. I just said you're on IG like popping off with the boxing videos and the skipping and the running talking about down down back that was then this week i'm cut off the doctor is like you take off a week and then our wife went i talked to one of my friends talked to christy she's a physiotherapist she's like so what you're telling me she goes you need to sit down for a week and then i seen a doctor and then they're like so you need to sit down two weeks and then come back after that and if you still have the same sensations then we're doing scans and i was like so your girl just gus is still and i don't do sitting still well like covid taught me that and i was like i don't I don't want to sit still now and it's summer so I was like it could be worse Megan like relax like you could be really like tough so he's like it's not that bad and I was talking to my boyfriend he was like just because you can't run doesn't mean you can't exercise and I was like I know bro that's not why I called you like I didn't want to hear that from you you're supposed to tell me also sad wish you could run and he was like you need to start doing the exercises you hate that's all this means he goes so you gotta do an ab day then do it you do an arm day maybe you do it sitting down he goes but you can do other stuff you don't have to just run and I, I like, mean Whatever. I don't know if yeah I he's side. right we know he's right I don't know it's if I can side with him or not but you know I mean he's he's, he's yeah, talking no. that talk I was like thanks dad 
appreciate it. I was just hoping for you to be like, oh, we'll be back. So sorry. And he was like, you just got to get to it a different way. And I was like, that's what I need, though. So anyways, I see all that to say. Grateful for health, for life. It's the sun is shining. I told everybody last week, like, I think gratitude, like sunshine will be part of gratitude for the summer. Because, you know, like I know living here, summer is very short. It's two and a half, maybe three months. Global warming has not hit here like that yet. It's not slapping us like that yet. So. Two and a half, three months. Like, you're being generous. It's like winter night probably. next week. Like, like. <laughs> this is facts. This is facts. Because I feel like it ain't really like summer yet either. Because today's on like 20 degrees. And I was like, bruh. Where's the heat wave weather? Like, bring that back. That's, That's what, what I want. I want to be able to not go into work, like, take a tell you off. Be like, I'm going to the beach today because it's nice. And I do. I'm someone that will take, like, I'll decide Monday if it's going to be nice Wednesday. I'm all, I'm booking the day off. I'm like, why would you waste your vacation? I was like, girl, because it's summer. Well, and it's going to end very quickly. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you got to get it in when the sun's out. Exactly. See, I'm, I'm glad you understand. Y'all may know him as Mr. Dorico Simons or Dorico or Mr. Simons. Um, he's one of the faces, one third of Game Changes 902. Everything's going to be in the show notes. It'll be, yeah. So make sure y'all follow them. Um, go, we'll talk about the merch later, but go buy that as well. Go support that. But yes, I have Dorico Simons here um, doing excellent work in the community. And I'm sure with like personally on himself as well. But he is someone y'all need to know. Y'all need to keep track of. Y'all need to be involved within you know the capacity that he's okay with that but get involved with things he's being involved in as well because like I said the work you're doing is very important and I don't think I don't think we've had somebody like you at the forefront of this here in at least a long time I don't know if ever at least in our generation or our lifetime like when my parents were coming up yes but I don't think it's more or less like this now and I think it's important that we do because I'm sure you're aware like people still think like oh it's Canada it's great and like black people still don't live here and I'm like you people are that education system I don't know but I think the work you're doing is super important but just give the people a little bit about like who you are where you come from you can tell like our origin story how we met yeah I mean I think all the all the story is important so you know it is what it is if we get there we get there true (laughs) and again I can edit it out I can make it whatever I want it to be so it's all good man i'm open so so all right so uh so i grew up in uh i mean some people politically know it as bears westwood community but the pubs uh public housing community um in the west end of halifax and just because it's in the west end does not mean it's it's a wealthy spot so um so i grew up there and um for most of my life uh single uh single mom um with uh two two boys uh and then my youngest brother sort of came along um and you know i i've only started really um talking about this stuff like recently but like <laughs> like shit was hard like you know like when i like we like we like we were like we were poor uh but like the thing about it is is that like i didn't know we were poor until i left the house mm-hmm. um, and like you know that that's a testament to like my mother because my mom would like work two jobs. My mom even sold a couple things, like to make sure that. Listen, like, like mm-hmm. I'm telling I you, see like each other, because yes, I'm yes. telling you, like she, 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 she got to it to make sure that uh, we had what we needed. And so, um, you know, growing up in that 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 environment, uh, you know, you can be a product of your environment, or you can rise above the circumstances. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I think for me, um. I give all credit to my mom because the first sort of um, the first sort of 
representation of dedication and hard work was uh, seeing my mom struggle and, and seeing my mom go through the things that she went through. A lot of abusive men, physically, emotionally, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's just a lot of situations that <clears throat> having to sort of overcome. So growing up in that community um, and then, um, you know, my transition into junior high, high school, uh, I, I didn't like school. It really wasn't a thing that I liked, but mm. basketball was sort of like the thing that kind of kept me going. Um, yes. And really, really where like my life kind of takes a different turn um, was was the was in high school uh, where I made the decision. Well, not even the decision, man. I, I told my guidance counselor, like exact words, sign me up for university right now or I'm not going. Um, <laughs> like, it's very, like, very on brand. Yes. Like, like facts of exact words. Um, and so he signed me up and, and that's when sort of like my life took a little bit of a different direction, not right away, but, um, a bit of a different direction from that put the ball in motion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I wasn't over here like no, you know, top dog or whatever, but I did, I, I did some stuff anyway. People so people do what they have to do. I like to always tell people like, People who, I guess, especially who have not been through things, like, there's, like, I don't understand how you can make that kind of decision or, like, once you're older, you should know better. And I'm, like, bruh, until, like, people really don't understand what you will do to either, like, make a way, put food on the table, keep a roof over your head until, like, it's pushed to shove and it's 5 p.m. and it's got to be paid tomorrow. Yep. Yep. So, like, or, like, I'm tired of seeing, like, or hearing my mom cry and I wish she don't know that I'm up and I can hear her and she's crying about this and and I can't help her because I'm a child or I don't she doesn't want me to help her because you know she's the adult she's the parent she didn't want this for us here we are and it's like you're gonna do what you have to do and like you can't condemn people like I've, I'm a big advocate like you need to find compassion nobody decides they want to do the things that society frowns down upon nobody wakes up and decides I'm gonna do this today this is really what I want for myself people have been pushed and put and put in that position to where like this is it or nothing and people a lot of people are gonna have the heart and they're like I can't do nothing I'm gonna try to make a way and do whatever I can do to make sure that I can set myself up and set my family up to make sure we're okay so I saw people like all that, like, I feel like laws need to be rewritten. That's a whole other like conversation today. But just having compassion for people and understanding like people don't make those decisions with like purposeful and with like good intention. It's not that they want to be there or want to do this. They're doing it so that way, like they're not on the streets. They don't have to go try to rob Peter to pay Paul anymore. Or they just want to make sure that their kids got what they need to go to school the next day. And that like that's it. And just accepting that and being like, damn, well, how do we need to fix certain systems or have mm-hmm. resources in place so we don't have to do that? Or the next generation does not need to do that. 100%. It's important. You know, I, I you know, the, the reason why I just want to say that little bit on it is just because, like, there's people out here who who have are still really doing this and I don't want to I don't want to come off as being fake and acting like I was doing it to the level that they were like I did mm-hmm. it for a little bit and not even the stuff that they were doing so I want to make sure I keep it 100 and I'm glad they like you that I'm glad that it was like just in a note I'm glad that people whoever were let you out and let you be peacefully because I have dabbled and dated and yeah anyways this none of y'all's business just <laughs> they're all right now they're not they anyways i just i understand like sometimes people can get into certain things depending on what you're into and it can be hard to get out or leave that so like i think it's just like all like divine timing whether you all believe is god the universe the creator the earth whatever it is but like i think i think all steps are destined for the most part we have we do have decisions as far as some things go but i think you know the fact that you were able to do that kind of get out and be like you know I'll, i'm gonna do something different this is just temporary 
I'm happy. This was in this was in university. Like it's it's a it's a funny story. Oh, listen, like, you. I, I mean, I there's even... things I can't talk about university on here because my mom doesn't know about yet, and I just can't let her hear that from other people. But like one day, I probably by the time I have kids, I'll be like, "Listen, girl, yeah, you were right about that. That did happen, and I was doing this, and I'm so sorry, and I just could not tell you then. So we're here now. But I mean, yeah, I've done some things in university that I'm not proud of. That I just like is in it like things that I just you would never think, oh, I would do this, or you made it out of high school not doing it. So you're like why would I do this now? But it's like, push comes to shoving. Like, exactly. What are you going to do? I don't, mom, I, I still have student loans to paint off. I don't come from money for my, like, there was no education fund for me. Exactly. <laughs> so. 100%, 100%. I left university with $30,000 I had to pay back. Um, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, I'm, 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 I can see the light at the end of the tunnel at this point. Nice. But like, but like, but like society will like, I mean, I, when I say like fuck society, like I don't mean like literally fuck society, but like the way that the shit is set up and the way that the systems are set up are like you're, like you're, you're, you're set up to fail. Um, mm-hmm. and, it's not designed for real people or real life. Well, I mean, I, I could even put it I could even put it this way. Like I can speak to black speak to black people specifically like the system itself. And I'll break it down simple. So so that, you know, if there's any clan members listening, they'll understand, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like. So, so it, it's very simple. Like if we think about it this way, um, <clears throat> any single system that was set up when those people were, who were the people that were thinking about um, setting up the justice system, education system, et cetera. They were white men at the time um, exactly. because white men were the people in power. So do you think that they were thinking about the enslaved people that they had in their backyard? No, they weren't. And so at the time in the origin inception of these systems, um, they, they were for white people to succeed. And so, you know, like examples being policing in North America was set up um, as slave catchers. It's slave walks. catching. That's all it is. And so That's now that formalized in the policing system we know now. RCMP, the actual um, original function of them was to take indigenous kids uh, from their homes to residential schools. Now we have RCMP. And so these systems actually were never meant to work for black people. So now we have only for white people. Exactly. And, you know, black people worked for white people for hundreds of years for free. And so then people wonder why there's such an economic and wealth gap. Well, just know your history. Like, it makes sense. How do you win? Without us, you would, not, yeah, you would not have generational wealth if it were not for us. And like I said, y'all need to be happy that we don't want to be even or get revenge. That's all you know I'm saying. I mean? And I, I also that every day. I was like, people are also happy. Like, my family should be happy that I don't live in America. Because when I tell you, I would be toting. And I like it just would not be a good time. But like, well, I'm just waiting. Check. Like, run I'm just check. saying, people just need to know that like, the, y'all are lucky that we do not want revenge. Because like, the, the day that we can mobilize across North America, because black, to be clear, I still have to give you that book, but to be clear, being black is very specific to North America and descendants of slavery. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's where a, we as a people technically are only like 400 years old as a mm-hmm. group of people. We, everybody else has the de- decades and centuries and millennia of history. We do not as North American black people. So if we decided to really come together and get it together, uh, like remove that border, it's, it's, it's curtains for y'all. And I'm not saying I'm not promoting violence. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go Martin Luther King and say like you know, like whatever. That's for game changers. Y'all got that. I'm just saying, if it came down to it, I know the side I'm going to be on. I believe in an eye for an eye. All that cute stuff about the world blind. So be it. Maybe it needs to be blind. I don't know. But hey, I'm I was gonna tell y'all, <laughs> leave mine alone. I'm gonna leave yours alone. But like, just don't. You gonna push somebody to the wrong edge one day. 
and that it's going to be curtains, like I said, or if we mobilize nationally and then across borders with our family in the U.S., it's going to be curtains. So that mm-hmm. y'all need to pray that we just never get to, we never get together like that, and we will. We'll never link up also with Native Americans, Aboriginals, and Indigenous people, and Game Inuit over. people, because like what? Run, Game run the land, over. run the land. You know and what Y'all I mean? get in boats. Like... Y'all get in the boats. It's Titanic, <laughs> you bitches. Goodbye. <laughs> That's what I say. They seem to be happy that like we really be about what we preach about, like not bothering nobody, minding our business, like because leave us alone. Not nah, for real. Anyways, I mean, it's true. But then they want to get be like reparations ain't a thing, and I'm like, man, like what you mean? And run, run, run the what? check. Like I run that or or like, demolish everything, everything but like, my house. Like black people. <laughs> And like run it because like I still don't agree what they did with reserves because people really I don't know maybe people don't think or I think too much but I was like they didn't give them back their land I said how can you take a land and just say fine we'll give you a portion of your land and then you can all because I work for a bank so like those people have no rights to their home they cannot earn equity in their home Mm -hmm. they cannot sell their home and keep profit they cannot get funding to renovate their home because again they don't own the equity in the home it's like it's a sick system. And like I said, once I got into banking and learned about it, like, and there's training on this. And I was like, I ha- like, I don't understand why more people aren't upset. Like, and again, like you can only get upset to a point. I feel like, cause I'm one person I can't change all. And I, I'm not a vigilante and I, I don't want to go to jail. That's really the end all be all. I have nephews and nieces. I don't want to go to jail. So, but it's just, it's so perverted like the system itself if you sat and thought about it it's like maybe people just choose not to think about it or they just really are ignorant but i was like if people really thought about the system like i said they're not in place for anybody but white people mostly white men as well because they will turn on a white woman if they have to too but it's it was never designed for us it's not going to change for us through them either it's either we design our own system and try to abide by it like and go with that or like all those people got to go and I, I don't know, I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I guess I could use this to kind of segue into like game changers and mm-hmm. how that. And is, I think it's K. I don't know Kate. what the K is for. Trayvon Clayton and Kate McDonald. Yes, y'all are um, my personal faves. Y'all are like my little spirit animals, not the all animals, <laughs> but like that part of me, I'm just like I was like they're really doing like the good work, like consistently guys are people that are relatable i think that's so important like you're not 50 trying to tell me what's going on and what i should be doing that's so far removed it does not work and especially for trey and Kay, like y'all are regular everyday black people to me i mean everybody has their own stuff going on but i was like i could listen to them because they understand me they look like me and they get it so how did y'all link up for one because i still know how that happened and then like yeah I'll, I'll tell that. I mean, I, first of all, I appreciate the I appreciate the love. I mean, I'll get to just yeah, like game changes. Like no, no one's getting paid. Uh, like, like I know, like, you like don't need to realize that. Like it's it's, and I feel like I have to drop that every now and then because you know, if you've seen our DMs, it would be it would be interesting. Uh, but like people are them people leave them like, alone, you guys. Oh no, no, like we let's trust me, we don't pay no t- pay no mind to that, but um. So game changers like uh so there was a conference um in Ottawa uh and National Black Canadian Summit. Um so black people from all over Canada um uh, come together in Ottawa to talk about the issues. Uh the, a document gets developed, it goes to parliament, all that. So like we, we were there um and we used to kind of like like you know, we would work with each other like uh every now and then, but it wasn't okay. formal yet. And so we were um 
uh, Trey and Kate. So I actually did. I didn't go to this Parliament Hill event. Um, so Trey and Kate were at the Parliament Hill event. And, and what happened, what it was supposed to be was that um, there were federal ministers there that were ready to listen to um, black people directly um, in terms of the issues affecting them in the communities. And so right off the rip, like they were like there was metal detectors, people being pat down. They were in the wrong building. So the vibe was already off. Um, See. And and then so, you know, the, the thing that really set it off was that um, <laughs> they were they were <clears throat> Trey was about to do an interview. There was a security guard there. Um, and he came up and said to a group of people, uh, I don't mean to sound racist, but oh, here we go. <laughs> so, you know, what's coming after that, the goes, racism. Yes. But we got some calls and some complaints that you guys are too loud and the dark ones over there need to go. <gasps> Not uh, this. Cause the loud of like, shut up. Fuck you. Like, I don't care. But the dark ones. Yeah. And like, people were just like, oh, no. you know what I mean? Like black joy, like they were dancing in the hallway and singing and stuff like that. Um, Not so, mad at people's happiness. I can't stand y'all who hate seeing people happy. And so, <laughs> and so after, after that, um, you know, that's what kind of like set it off. Um, Trey, Trey called out uh, Justin Trudeau. Um, mm-hmm. wanted an apology, demanded an apology actually. And so then because the three of us were all there, we got back to Halifax and we kind of just, like it was kind of a joke. Like Marcus James, like, oh, you guys are kind of changing the game. You know, you're kind of game changers. And like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we were kind of just like laughing about it. Like, oh, we're the game changers. Like it wasn't, it wasn't even like a formalized kind of thing. We were just like, okay, whatever. Um, and so uh, time went by. Like we did actually have a sit down with Trudeau. It was like an hour and a half or something like that. And we had a. Oh my God. I didn't know that you did. Yeah, we did at the Black Culture Center. It was like, oh, really yes, like. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's a crazy process to get to him. Like, it's a crazy process. Like, sit here Mm -hmm. 20 minutes, go to the security guard, sit here, get vetted. Like, it's a really weird process before you actually get into the room with him. It's it's crazy. CIA type of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So then after that meeting, uh, Trey just said, you know what? Like, people are trying to get at us, all three of us. I'm just making a social media account. And we were like, still kind of like, okay, yeah, game changer. Trey was like, I'm like, doing it, whatever. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's one thing I really admire about him. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's doing it and doesn't care what people think. So he, he made the social media account, and we were still kind of like, yeah, kind of like, uh-huh, game changers, whatever. So then when we when we really um, started taking things seriously, we um, – I can't remember, like, some – an event happened in Halifax uh, with police um, – and it was it was obviously it was racist. And so what we did was we did a kind of a call out to, to white Halifax, uh, white people in mm-hmm. Halifax, business owners, everything. And we, we said, like, you know, here's what y'all need to do. Here's what we're asking of you. And before we kind of get to this work, like we put on a workshop for them um, so they could actually deeper understand the issues. And that's kind of like where things took off, like the social media mm-hmm. kind of just went crazy. Um, and we were like, shit, like, we kind of got to, like, we got to do this now because we're in it. Um, and so that's like a bit of like the origin. Um, and then from there, like, we just been like, I don't know, it's kind of crazy because like, we, like, we don't really look at us as like, we're, we're a thing. Like, we're just, we're just oh here saying what we see and calling people mm-hmm. out. Like, like, we're just not afraid to say what needs to be said. It's true. I don't want y'all to confuse that either with like, it's not hard because it is. <laughs> Oh, like no, so no. they're not getting paid like this is people's personal time like 
this is all there's no there's no financial gain from this but like to put yourself out there and to be a target in some senses and to say what's going on or to just even call it out and be like this is not okay i don't like it this i want as a result of this now like that's it's not easy work no light work it's it's emotionally heavy as well Oh, trust me. There's there's been many there's been many teary eyed conversations with the crew. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I mean, yeah, I, I might be talking about it as if it's easy and like glossing over some stuff, but like, there's been a I lot think it's of like you don't think about it. Like, you just do it. And I think a lot of people who are just doing things, they don't really stop to think about this is what I'm doing. Yeah, no, for <laughs> but sure. it is. It's like it's. I'm sure if you were to stop and think, and be like, oh my gosh, this is this is a lot. Yeah. So, like, so I just want y'all to know, like, not everybody could do this, and like. Don't think I just want to want people to think it's light work. Like y'all are doing no, serious, hard, heavy lifting. It's it's not it's not light work. I mean, like some of the stuff that we did just for context, like when we did that, uh, we had like so what we did was we had like fifteen hundred, we have a list of like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred white white people, business owners, lawyers, etc. from Halifax who all are uh willing to support. We developed a list of um, legal support and lawyers for black people um, nice. so that they were willing to offer their services for free. We, uh, nice. we got a list of um, uh, a list of like therapeutic uh, support, like therapists. And then we even had some services um, as well all on the list. And so when people reached out and needed some stuff, then boom, these people, nice. they, were, they were ready to set up. Like we hooked that up. Um, we've met with like the police chief, the um <clears throat> the police chief, uh, a bunch of ministers, especially around um, the street check report and that type of thing, mm-hmm. um, and a few other things. But I mean, the most recent is the um, the partnership with East Coast Lifestyle. Um, yes, and um, I mean that was like a year in the making. Um, like, it, like which is nuts because I was like, oh my god, I was like, why are they linked up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like it was. It's been a year. I was like, oh damn. I was like, okay, it's not. They just linked up. Yeah, like it's been a whole year. Like, um, you know, when we when we re- when we launched, um, like Alex uh, McLean, um, folks who don't know Alex McLean, the founder of East Coast Lifestyle, like he he reached out to uh, to us, um, and oh, okay. you know he he was supporting what we were doing, and he he really wanted to do something, and we just started talking, and like we we weren't talking to him uh, with the hopes of like doing any type of partnership. He just was really has just been in our corner. Um, behind closed doors, like just really like vibing with us and just like, yo, like if you guys need any support, if you need any help, like I'm just, I just want to see you guys um, be successful. And so because it was such like a genuine like friendship now and, and turned to partnership, um, we, of course, like we, we were just talking in terms of like, what, what could we do as a collaboration? Um, and it, again, it was a year, it was a year of like, uh, designing back and forth and, and shout out as well to Cordina Clayton. Um, she has, she knew being liberation. Uh, oh, I was like, that's her real name. Oh my gosh. Yes. We got she, mugs in the house from her. She, um, she designed the, uh, the shirt and the logo and all of that. Um, and so really what we want, what we're, what we are doing with it is, is, um, this is step one of like a few other things to come. Um, and not oh, just yes. with, not just with like East coast lifestyle. Um, with with a few other people like we we did launch a beer at one point like it sold out and mm-hmm. it yes that we just that was last you know. summer right was it last yeah. summer yeah yeah yes, it was. I remember that I got one left and I don't know what I'm saving it for but I got one one of them left um and so <laughs> yeah we're we're really just trying to like elevate like 
elevate blackness, like elevate black voice, elevate a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the issues. And like, there's an announcement coming up soon um, that hey. we're, we're, we're hosting something pretty big in the city that's coming up soon, but we just, we can't Do you need to buy tickets for this? Because I need no, to no, 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 in no, my no. calendar because I'll forget. It's, it's a, I'll tell you what it is offline, but I just can't okay. make a formal announcement. Uh, that's but it's, a, it's an outdoor thing. Oh my, yeah. So we have a couple of later because I'm excited. I feel I need to be Osai and I just need to be amongst black people. But it's going to be black uh, as hell. Yes. And I just like for the record again, y'all, we've been here. I just need y'all to know that. Like people in like Canada and America, like we've been here as black people, like black Canadians. Because people still don't, they're like black, like how? And I was like, man, simple. I was like, what do you mean black? Like how? Like, but like, where are you from for real? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, here, here. I was like, here. And if, and if you regular black people, like we are down there. And I'm like, nope, just Canada. Like, so you're not from a Caribbean country, African. I was like, nope, just they're like, oh, so y'all really just lived there? Like your your grandparents? (laughs) I was like, yeah, just regular black. I was like, you know, the underground railroad, like that's like part of it ended there. Like, you know, like it went through Boston, like massive, like there. They're like, oh, I feel like I did, I did know for real. Like, I thought y'all were just like immigrants or like Caribbean wow. people. I was like, I just can't, I can't. St-. I was like, I need y'all to look beyond Toronto, please. You know, like, what I know so y'all late. love Toronto. I know y'all love it. I love it too. It's fun. There's a lot more black, blackish, black looking people. I understand. There's black people there too, but like, there's more to Canada than that. Like, like Toronto is not downtown Canada. As funny as that was, <laughs> like, it's not. I need y'all to look beyond that. But I think, yeah, the work you guys are doing, what it sounds like. Like you said, amplifying blackness because I think people really, people really don't take that into consideration. Like, I just don't think that people are like they're like black people are here because even like the more I think about it, ever since probably what we're in twenty twenty one, like since twenty nineteen, kind of, and I spent a lot of time twenty eighteen twenty nineteen like in the U S. and in like black parts of the U S. and I mm-hmm. coming home, I was always like. Oh, like back to this, like not so much feeling invisible, yep. but like I just wasn't really like a functioning or like welcomed member of society. And yep. like that plays on people. I don't, and I, it's always like, you know, people who don't have don't get it. But because some people I know from African countries, Caribbean, just like, oh, they're like, it's whatever. Like, it's, it's all right. I have black people everywhere. And I was like, no, you're not understanding. Like, black people everywhere is what I need, what I want. That's what I want for my kids. Like, it makes such a huge difference. You feel safe. You feel welcome. You don't yep. feel threatened. You just feel like no one's going to bother me and I don't need to put on a face. I don't need to not be whatever. I don't need to put on a mask. I can just be. And that sort of like being able to exhale in that way and just operate is so important. And people just don't understand how freeing that is. No, I'm, I'm telling so please you, like, amplify. I'm telling you, I had the opportunity um, and I'm not even saying this to gas myself up, but I, I had the opportunity to go to uh, West Africa with United Nations. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I can't explain the feeling of like being in a country where you're the majority. And, and so like, ever since then, like, I just been trying to chase that feeling because like, you don't, I'm telling you, yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is. I love, like, I, I do. I mean, mind you, like people know my history of Atlanta, it's whatever, but I went down a school trip, like back in what I was, think I was 15, 16. And my aunt moved down there. She's been down for 20 years now. She met her husband. He's from there. But I went for, I first, I'm gonna live here. I was like, period. Mind you, I've never been to any other black places yet. <laughs> oh, I got a question them. for you. I got but a question I was like, for you, bro. I'm living here. Go ahead. What is it? I got a, it's a, I'm I'm really interested in your answer on this. Is um, okay, what uh, <laughs> how important do you think it is to to that your partner understands or gets your blackness? 
First of all, my husband's going to be black and dark skin, period. My kids, <laughs> I mean, I'm light skinned and black people, when they have kids, like the kids could be any color black. I would hope they're dark like their daddy, period. But like, I don't, and I know it's reverse colorism. Like, I'm trying to accept that, but like, I only date darker skinned black men. I've dated one light skinned man, but I'll, it just didn't work out. Okay. But like, I just find myself more attracted to like black men, like brown skin and down, but like, it's been mostly dark skinned men, but like, you like I tell, blue, like, black, my, purple, black. Yeah, like, no, that's sexy. Like, yeah, like, I'll, it's just something. I don't know how to explain it. And my dad is not dark either. So, like, it's not that either, y'all. But it's just something about it. Like, I just feel real safe. <laughs> I don't understand it. Okay. But my father told me and my brother, my sister is young. He's like, don't y'all bring no white people in this house. And that's not racism, y'all, because, like, it was not <laughs> that type of racism. But he told us, like, and we were, like, 10, 11. He told us a lot of black stuff as kids that my mom was like, they're not going to get. But I'm glad he told us then because, like, I can't now that I remember it, I'm like, this I understand what he meant now. But he told me, he's like, Don't bring no white man in this house tomorrow, don't bring no black woman home. He goes, At the end of the day, those people will never understand what you go through and you cannot talk to them. He's like, and no matter how much they love you or want to understand, he goes, They will never understand it. They will never be treated that way. He's like, and you can never have an honest conversation about it because they won't get it. He said, and you don't want that headache at the end of the day to come home to somebody who doesn't get you. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, period, mm-hmm. period. And there was no period back then, y'all, but that like that was his like he was like point blank. And he would say, if your father's good enough to be black and your mother's good enough to be black, so is your partner and so is your children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. we only have mm-hmm. black people in the house. Like, I don't know where they found the pictures, black Jesus since birth, black Barbies. If we like my dad was very much like, ain't no white shit in this house. Mm. black everything and he made sure i had teachers with black girls on them somehow as a kid black dolls black books like it's had, it's really amazing how my mom and dad found it in the 90s growing up here because i have no idea I but like, yeah, everything say. is black i didn't know who white jesus was so i was a teenager i was like white jesus i was like okay <laughs> weird i was just gonna say like they had to have searching hard to get that that type of it stuff. was important it, to it's them. even hard now to find it is, but it was super important, especially mostly my dad. Like, he's real. Like, if he was a latte, I know, like, for sure, like, this stuff that's been happening lately with, like, the protests, like, bro would have been in jail a couple times. I'm like, okay, I know, like, I know he's doing the right thing. Like, I'll, I'll come get him, sir. I'll be down there, officer. But, like, he, he was really, like, a both then. He had his own issues with the city, which, you know, you thought was you in the article and people that's thought it was crazy. you, but it was my dad. <laughs> it's, we have legitimately the same legal name. Like, that's insane to me. But it is. And people, and I was, just, and I was looked at that. I'm just like, this is the system here. And they're like, really? And I said, yes, in 2000s, this, this was my dad's experience. And he was the one brave enough to speak about it. Mm-hmm. This happens daily. But I was like, it, anyways, like you said, being, being black and having a black partner, super important to me. And just like, it just makes sense. Like, I think being black, and again this is just for me because black is nuanced not just one thing but being black to me is like black family black power black babies like just black like pictures of black people like wearing black people on your shirt being kind and loving towards other black people like i want to go back to like not segregation but like segregation like i mean i mean yo like there's I miss, an argument like, looking at my neighbor and they black like i want to be able to let the kids play in the street and no one's gonna yell at them and i'm gonna let the neighbor chastise my child because they was wrong apologize to mrs james yeah thank you miss james for keeping an eye out for them like i want that i want my kids to be safe there's an easy argument to be made that like um that 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 segregation was the worst thing for black for the black community um there's a lot of there's a lot of arguments out there i mean but like you know i i want to like i'm gonna i'll mention that um (laughs) that that if your partner, like if your partner doesn't understand your blackness, uh, if your partner is, if, let's just let me just. You're being nice because you're saying understand. I'm, I'm saying if your partner hey, is black. Period. If your partner I'm ain't black, black, I'll just say that. If your partner, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. If your partner is not black, like it's um, 
it's an interesting dynamic and a very frustrating and mentally draining conversation when you know you're bringing up your blackness and what you might have experienced uh and that person or people or, you know those people or whatever are just like um why is it always got to be black or like well maybe it's because of this. i'm like, black it's just i was gonna like, say it's... nigga they're not niggas but like i'm black bro like it's always gonna be black because i'm black and like that and that would be frustrating because like they really genuinely don't see it and it's like i'm not making this up this, this is real life and it's the it, i think it's just because we've been so like all the microaggressions and harassments all these minor and like big ways or subtle ways that like people think that oh those are just regular day-to-day like interactions so like it should be fine like you weren't physically harmed so it's okay and it's like no you just made me think about the deepest the deepest shit is if if the relationship is a fucking microaggression itself we're not doing this but yes (laughs) (laughs) but it's true like i think about my friends who date interracially and i'm just like when i'm just not attracted to white men i'm so sorry i just don't get it like there are some of them that some of them are fine but like I'm not like sexually attracted. Like they just, they just look good. I can admit that, but I just, I can't, I just, I don't know. I feel like I just can't see it for me. It doesn't make sense either. <laughs> I can't I, it doesn't see make it sense. for me. I can't see it for me. And I'm light skinned already. And I don't like being light skinned. And that's a whole other issue with people thinking I'm white. And I, anyways, it's slavery. See, see what happens. Descendants. A, I hate a, it. That's an American, I feel like that's an American thing. People thinking light skinned people are white though. They no, people here to try it because they were like never... after my dad died they were like oh well, your dad must be white because they see my mom I was like bitch what the fuck I said yeah. one he's dead and two he's black how dare you like yeah. it, but the I think it is important and if you if you're not gonna be someone black be with someone melanated I don't like the term people of color I just had to get my work together about uh, that and I said stop yeah. saying that I said it's just like colored people but in reverse I said in the history and I said it, I said based on you using this because they used it in diversity and inclusion training multiple times and i said all this tells me is that you don't have actual black people a part of that group i said and you know how i know that i said because people who are black are only from north america i said and they don't use that term because they know the history i said so the people Mm -hmm. on your you know board i said they may be african caribbean or caribbean canadian or african canadian or caribbean canadian i said but they're not black i said so it would do you well to have black people a part of that team or board so that you don't offend anybody moving forward so i'm waiting for the email because i was like i don't want to let y'all have it again but no, I, I'm, facts, I will because i'm like i was like y'all just don't know and i mean anyways black people are important having black kids to me is important like having my nephew see black people as well is important to have them see black love because they are biracial some of them I'm mm-hmm. um, like, people want to get into like halves. Like, most one of them is like, oh, I no. just call him black because his mom is half. My brother's black. The other He's two black. are, the other three are mixed, but I'm like, y'all are black and y'all look black. black. But it's yes. important for them to see like black love. And it's funny because my brother's like, I'm a married black woman. And you you can laugh at that because you know my brother <laughs> and you know the track record. But like, he said, he still swears, like, bro, I'm only marrying a black woman. I was like, okay. I'd okay. like show me. We'll, we'll, I, we'll I would like to see it. Like I would like to see it. We'll see. Shout out there. Shout out there. Years. He's like, no. He's like, I'm definitely only gonna marry a black woman though. And I was like, I guess, bro. I'm waiting on it. But I think your kids need to see that because I think like family structures. Like if we can't create like a black here, like a black system here, because I don't live in a black community. I didn't grow up in them. I, both my parents left their communities because it was country. I don't blame them. But just for better like in the city but i i definitely like see myself i would like to move like my my boyfriend does not live in the country which if people know me personally they know like obviously he doesn't live here they never live here mm-hmm. whatever y'all they don't but i think like i still i definitely would consider like moving there because although it's it's still not completely black like the areas that 
I could have my kid children be in or like just me be in are black. And there's a sense of like bigger black family. Like there's still areas that are just black, still black banks, even though they're it's a white country. But I still think it's just important that feeling, like you said, like chasing that feeling of like being around just black people that like you I, there's no way to describe it like to people who aren't black and haven't like experienced that like they only know like living here like being yeah. around just black people is just it's just different y'all like it's just it's just like it's like it's fun it's i don't know i agree but i think we need that no i we agree i agree it's a hard feeling to explain if 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 you know if if as a black person you've never been anywhere where everybody's black um but yeah no and, and yeah and and, and i think that like a uh, black family, black structure, like all of that is important. And if people know their history, they know that that was intentionally torn down. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the ways in and they which- did it with the native children too, because that's what I, a woman talked about. She was like, "You go to the residential school, your dad goes to jail, you pick one." And so, like, it's, wow. it, there's a war on melanated people, like especially in Canada. Yeah, I think I don't know who posted that. I thought it was game changer first but the interview they did with the woman she's 80 something she was a victim of the residential school and she said either like you come to the school or your dad goes to jail it's like we break up the household so either the kid goes or the dad goes i mean so she she convinced her parents like no like it's okay let me go like dad can stay here and i was like your people are sick man like mm. they just don't want to see melanated people together and like i said this is not your land bro like go home i've been waiting for somebody to tell me to go home it's never happened to me in my life but i am waiting yeah. I'm gonna end up on the news or something because <laughs> it's I'm not gonna go to jail for sure. But like people are gonna pull their phones up because I was like the audacity and like the sickness that you would think like this is really like your home and your land for one. Like how dare you? But black people, black love. I mean, you guys feel like not black love. Like cute for you too. Like I'm not saying don't love people, but like I love black love. Interracial love is like okay too. But have an understanding white partner and just a white partner is gonna be like I believe you. Period. I just need the white partner to be like you're right. Period. I don't need them trying to play devil's advocate. No, we're not playing white people's advocate today. There is no advocate. They don't need any more. Just say, you're right. I'm sorry I have to deal with that. Or like, where is the person at so I can find them? But like, y'all just need to believe black people flat out. We're not making it up. Well, I mean, I mean, just for the, just for the records, I'm in a black relationship. So I just. <clears throat> yes. Put, okay. So put that on record. I, you don't have to like do too much into it, but like. Having a good woman, because I try to talk to my brother, but he's told me, like, having a good woman will change things. And, like, Mr. Man be trying to, like, he anyways, my boyfriend, he's he's a character, but shout out to you. But how important is it? And have you seen a change between, like, you being in this relationship now? Because, like, shout out to her. I like her. I was, ooh, I was real on the fence, though. And she can hear this class line because I would tell her this, too. I was real on the fence in the beginning, though. I was like, ooh, I don't know. And that was also, like, my own bias and, like, things I had heard. And I was like, I don't know about this i was like i'm gonna let you have it for now because like it could just be like temporary so fine but no i really i really really like her um and like those people were just wrong or like she changed whatever it doesn't really matter the point is that i didn't get to know for myself but like i like her a lot i like her for you i like you know i feel like men just get a certain like way about them when they get like with a a good woman like they just or like i don't know there's something to having a certain woman and like a woman that will build you up and support you Mm-hmm. and have your back like i think there's mm-hmm. a different like air that men walk with when they have that i mean i know because i give that to my man and he just be like i can't believe you're real and i'm like i know like you see me no no you you're, you're right and i mean i i'll say like um there's a there's a ton of context uh and stuff that people just don't know i mean mm-hmm. um but that's just for that's not for people to know so like no uh but <clears throat> but you know in terms of like yeah like Definitely, like there's there's a different 
there's a different sort of level of confidence um, that I, you know, that I would say that I have when I know that uh, at home supports me. Um, and I also, there's a different level of confidence when I know that um, at the end of the day, whatever I've experienced, racism or whatever the case, like at home is safe for me to talk about that. And you get mm -hmm. it um, and you support me. And you're also like, you're also with me trying to strap up like, okay, well, like, what do we got to do here? Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's, it's a we now. So like, cause he, I'm quick to like jump off and he's not. And I'm like, bro, I'll catch a flight. Like what's like, what's really good. Like he knows I'm like, we can go to war together. I'm ready. And I think people need that. I think like, I'm glad to know you have that. I think some women have shot away from that. I don't know why I'm not going to get into politics about that, but <laughs> I think it's important that you have that. No, cause it's like, it's weird, bro. Like it's okay to be like a feminine woman. Like it's okay to back your man. It don't make you like less of a woman or like you can yes. back your man and support him. There's nothing wrong with support. People need I mean, support. I need support. I mean, you know, that's, that's a, that's, this could go a couple ways. Um, <laughs> This, this 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 can go a couple ways so you know let's 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 see i mean i think that um i think that so he, so here's how i phrase it is that when 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 two people are confident on their own and they actually don't need mm -hmm. anybody else then when you come together it's a completely different situation because you know like like facts are like like you know I, i'm not a, like she doesn't need me. She don't need me. Never did. She had her own house, own car, everything on her own, and um, you know, a great mother. So she didn't actually need me to be here. Um, and I didn't need. I didn't need her. I had a house, a car, same deal. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, both people are confident on stuff, and they're both both people are confident in doing their own thing. But it's when you get situations where, um, you know. <clears throat> one of the people may not be confident in what they're doing and one of the people may not be um, where they want to be. And so then there is, there is a bit of push and pull uh, mm -hmm. where you may be trying to build that person up that you're with, yes. uh, but that person takes that as arrogance or tries to pull you down um, so that you, they, they can feel as though that they might have some control. So I think that, um, you know, when two people are confident in what they're doing, um, and and have their own self confidence. Then when you come together, then that's just a force that really people can't fuck with. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't. I said that before. Y'all go back check the relationship episode. Like he's basically telling y'all be a whole person on your own. And then when you be the whole person, you're gonna find that other whole person because that's that's literally how it happens. Once once you step who you are and you complete yourself, that person is going to pop up like magic. It doesn't even make sense, but there they are. And then y'all come together and like, it's, it's just wonderful. It's amazing. It's like all the good feelings. And it's just no, like, you can't exhale. Like, you're just like, oh my God, this is, this is what it should have been. Like, this is what it's supposed to be like. It's not supposed like, this is it. You put it, you put it much better than what I was saying is because. No, like, you said it right. I think you're right. Cause I think you can't have like confidence is key. Like being, being, I was a woman with like a man who wasn't, they they like they really like messed me up for like a good month because like they broke up me and then they were just and then years later they're like I was wrong they're like you they're like you were right because I was like I think you're breaking up me because like you think you either don't deserve me or like you're not on my level and I was like I'm not on a level for you to have to like, you need to be on and they came, they're like you're right they're like I was real insecure and real like not clear about what I wanted for my life they're like and you were still with me at the time they're like and I just pushed you away and 
and broke up with you because I, I felt like I wasn't enough for you and I wasn't going to be enough for you. And I was like, well, mm. I told you that, but I'm glad <laughs> you know that now. I said, there's no coming back, but I'm glad you know that now. And like, that's, it's important though for people to know that because I'm sure he could have took me through a whole rough time. Oh, trust, trust he was me. just like, he's like, I, he's like, I just think we should break up. But I, I can't be with you right now like this. And I was like, and I, and he made up all these other stupid lies. And I was like, okay, bro, like, fine. I was like, I know what this is. So I'll just let you have it. And then, like I said, I'm glad they did it that way, but it it can be hard job. You stay and hold on, or if you're the person keeping the person with you, let them mm-hmm. go at least until you can get right, and then like maybe come back. But you need to be a good, full, complete, whole person before you dare try to approach somebody. No, exactly because like the phrase of like you complete me type of thing. Like I don't like that Mess. phrase because like because like I don't I'm not I'm not completing the person I'm with, and I'm just purposely not name dropping her on here because like. It's just I'm private that way, but leave them alone. <laughs> and your girlfriend's fine, so I don't I don't blame you. I'm keeping things quiet too. And so and so like I'm not I'm not completing anybody. Like and and the the relationships I've been in where like it was like you know and I'm not gonna sit here and act like I always have shit together, but like you know I'm not completing anybody. You got to complete yourself first, mm-hmm. and then once you once you feel like you're complete and you've done your healing and you've done the things that you need to do. Um, then I feel like it's 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 a, you're you're in a better position to step into um, finding the person or finding someone uh, uh, that you want to be with. When two people sort of completed themselves and stepped into mm-hmm. who they are, who they're going to be, um, it's magic at the end of the day. Shout Help out me Cla- out or don't, Claude, but... Claude Paris, Claude Paris. Oh, shout out Mr. Paris. But yeah, and they the fact that they knew you enough as a person to be like this, like he means it. Because some people would have been like, oh, they're not serious. Like they're saying that whatever or i'll get to it when i get to it but yeah shout out to you sir for like knowing rico and being like all right i'm gonna do it you said so here yeah. it is like, so i'm glad i never knew what the point was because i was like i know like part like most of your back like what your story was and i was like i wonder like what what was the moment because i was like i know most times it happens when like people are a child and since like they're under 18 it's usually not like in universities usually mm-hmm. it's or it's they were before universities because the factory even there. So I never knew that was the moment, but okay. Like, it was, okay. it was, it was, since we're there, I'll, 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 it was, it was the moment because I was sort of living, <clears throat> like once I actually got to the university, I was kind of living like two different worlds because like I would mm. come from my community where there's some shit going down or I would come mm. from my house where there was some stuff going down. And then I would get to university where like, I believe it to be somewhat of a privileged environment. Um, mm-hmm. And and so then I'm there and I'm kind of like two different lives. And so yes. I, I have to sort of like make a decision, like, am I really going to do this? Because I'm kind of two different people at the moment. And so I need to be who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And so then I had to decide, like, uh, because, you know, I'll be honest, like I got in fights with people like in my community and shit and arguments and all that because like I was going to university. Like there were some like OGs in there that were like, yo, mm-hmm. like do your thing, that that type of stuff. But like there was arguments and whatever. And so I had to make a decision uh, in terms of like what 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 I was really going to do. Um, and some of it, well, I don't want to say some of it, but a lot of it was based in how could I let everything that my mom sacrificed to make sure that I'm still mm-hmm. here and breathing. How could I just let that just go to waste? Um, and, you know, I really, like, I'm really headstrong. Like I really, really believed in transcending your circumstances. Um, like mm-hmm. I always knew, um, and people took it as arrogance, but like, I always knew where I'm at right now was never where I'm going to be for the rest of my life. 
Yes, that's so important. I tell black men all the time, like, y'all stop, like, so many black men, yourself included, still to this day, are way too humble. And I don't know if that's, like, you guys get a lot of negative feedback for when, like, those moments you aren't or try, like, to pick up yourself a bit. And I hate it because I'm like, y'all are too nice to people. Y'all let too many people do say and try to do too many things. Y'all like big up yourself. Like, like twenty twenty one is over being humble. Just period. Like black <laughs> men being humble is because I'm gonna hype you up and I I don't need you telling me you're doing too much because then I'm gonna get mad and then like keep going. Like y'all need to big yourself up and like really own and stand in who you are because that that energy when you stand in it and own it radiates around you and the things that happen as a result of not you don't have to say do not just being that way and like standing in that sort of power and energy is almost it's I don't even know how to describe it or articulate it but you'll you'll watch how things like domino just start to change around you and for the better Mm -hmm. so yeah like that's not arrogance at all you you saying that you know that like kudos to you for knowing that and just sticking with him be like this is not gonna be my end all be all this is not gonna be my story and i always like to say like it's not because you're trying to be better than so and so or better than this it's just i just want to be better and do more and it's it's not a competition thing it's not a comparison thing and i'm grateful that you did not get caught up in that because i've seen people and it don't go well but like just knowing that no i just want better and you you should too and you can too but like i'm gonna be about me right now and do what i gotta do Hundred percent. So yes. And no more being, yeah, no more being humble. Throw those the window. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's it's only it's only a com- like it it's only a competition depending on the circle that you keep. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if if everybody around you is getting to it and getting busy the same way you are, then like it's it's nobody's having that sort of crabs in the barrel mentality because everyone's trying to climb out at the same time. Everybody's yeah. bigging each other up, and so yes, you know. If you if you're hanging around people and you're trying to transcend and they're trying to stay where they're at, of course, they're going to they're going to give you some negative energy um, mm-hmm. and negative feelings because they're they're not satisfied where they are. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, you can't take everybody with you. Like, I, no. I, And I was like, it feel it feels awful. I, it feels terrible because you think you're leaving someone behind. But I said, you don't have no dependents. They're not your child. You're not leaving nobody behind. They could do what you do, especially people who maybe don't come from like a certain privilege or like if you used to have the you and someone else at the same baseline like starting point like you you could do this too whether you decide to or not is on you but like I can't take you with me because now, like I now I know like maybe you're not for me anymore or you might jeopardize this because that's what you do for yourself and I can't I can't risk run that risk with my life and it's it's hard like to do that or to lessen the time with other people but it's important to to have that discernment and then to do so. Definitely. I mean, you know, like as you're as you're as you're climbing, you may not have the opportunity to like bring everybody with you. But like when you get to where you're going um, and when you climb that mountain, you can reach back down and like, yes, are you trying to you trying to come with me? Like, are you because because once you get there, um, you know, I, I think that the. Like your best blessings are on the great on 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 the side of fear. Like we're scared to do mm-hmm. something, but once you do it, it's like shit. Like that wasn't that wasn't that hard. And so then you got to step through it first, and then everybody else is looking at you like, oh damn. Like well, if Megan did it, if Dorico did it, then I can too. So at the time yes. you're transcending, if people in your group don't want to go with you, then you go first, and mm-hmm. you can reach back and bring them if they want if 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 they want to go. But you can't force exactly. anybody to do anything they don't want to do. 
Ex- thank you. Yes. And I can't, we, and I, we cannot want better for you than you want better for yourself. Cause that was a hard pill for me to swallow too. 100%. Like I can't. And it, like, yeah, I just took a point. It's like, you just don't want us. So, like I have to let that go and just grieve that and move on. And it's hard, but it's, it's worth it. And I think all of that, like for you, cause I'm not, I'm not as involved as you are, but I think, would you say that between like from that situation then you're moving into university and then like you're playing ball like ball i'm glad like you had ball because like if there was no team i don't know what where things would have been because there you the mount university and then you had like a like a bit i would say like a period between university and then maybe now where you're at with the activism and like yeah. game changers 902 but you there were like seeds you were planting seeds for sure when you were i think with phoenix and mm-hmm. doing some like work with them in alignment with what you're doing now but was your goal always like to be now like in community engagement like community activism or that it just kind of unfolded that way i mean i'm sitting here like oh damn like you phoenix like you were paying attention um. oh people think i don't know i definitely like people think that i don't pay attention i promise you i have all the details crazy <laughs> crazy <laughs> no the growth has been crazy like you definitely need to take like a week too off and just like cry about it and pat yourself on the back because like and this isn't even like you're not at your peak by any means but it's just like i hope you're proud of yourself because i am because i've seen it i appreciate that i mean i'm uh i'm definitely proud of myself and i don't i don't i'm proud like i'm i i i I sit sometimes and i think about it man and i i i I sit and I I've cried a couple times thinking like man like if people only knew how hard that this this, mm-hmm. this this journey was um then you know you you'd understand um why it's a big deal um where I am today uh but you know I mean I think that like I I never actually I don't even call myself an activist like it's like something that people just call me but like I don't call it an activist like I'm just talking about what's right um like what and and i'm calling out um and speaking for people who may not uh have a have a platform or may not be in the rooms that i'm in because mm-hmm. like i've traveled a lot of these different roads in these different communities and heard a lot of different things and seen a lot of different things and so when i get the opportunity to speak it's almost not even me because i'm i'm taking all the other voices that don't have a chance to say what mm-hmm. needs to be said uh and bring and bring that message and so like my my goal was like my goal my like my goal was to um to to influence generations of people that i might not have the chance to meet and mm-hmm. where, wherever that takes me it takes me um but is in and to influence as much uh, uh people as i can because there's a quote and I might mess this up so i'll just claim it as mine but <laughs> there's a quote that's um uh it's it's about being a leader and so to be to the sign of a good leader is to create other leaders that create other leaders um and so you know i'm not just trying to like it's not about me like it's just it just isn't um i just happen to be you know in particular positions uh of influence um or or that 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 are able to influence change in community and so you know i mean the goal was never to like set out and be an activist and never to set out and you know be in the government position that i'm in but it was just to make change and so i just kept thinking okay well now i'm here working at phoenix in mulgrave park and i'm influencing a particular group of people so i want to make change so how can i continue uh, because as you grow and as you get into different spots in life your circle of influence changes and your mm-hmm. circle of influence gets bigger and so i just kept thinking okay well 
how can I continue to get this bigger so that I can continue to make change? That's a, wow. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, because I guess, I think that's a sign or two of like somebody who's really in it for the people. Because I don't think like you and the people in the city that I would look up to as activists and such, like y'all have never really claimed to be that. It's always been what the people say you are or by your actions, but it's never like I am this, which I think is, you, you should never be saying that, that goes for some of y'all where, you know, being rappers and other things, you, I, <laughs> the, the people should be speaking for you as far as those things go. So like the fact that you're like, and I don't, yeah, you've never called yourself an activist. Now you're probably just like, I don't really consider myself that, but what you do is activism. And I think a big part of that is that you're not afraid to be in the community either. Cause no. I think that can be a big part of where like the mismatch is, is that some people, will want to advocate on behalf of people, but either one, they don't come from where those people come from, or they don't know like the culture or the experience because they just never had it. Or two, they want to make the change without consulting the people the change is for. And either of those ways are never going to work. You need to either have an understanding of the people and what they went through because you've gone through it, but you also still need to be engaged with them so that they can provide the feedback for you and tell you what they need. Because it, it's nice to want to do something for someone, but sometimes the best thing you can do to help someone is just say, well, what do you need? 100%. And let them tell you. 100%. And I mean, I think that like, I think, I think my life experiences, um, and my, like my education, um, and I'm throwing up like I, I got a master's degree. Like that was that was also another thing that took me three years to do. Um, and so, like, but you my, did it. I, I did it. I did it. And I'm certified counselor. Um, yes. I also mentioned that because it's important. I, I don't know a lot of black counselors. Um, yes. Um, the books aren't mm -hmm. open, so people don't try and book them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Facts. They're not open right now. But I think that um, the you know like my life experiences coupled with education. Um, it, it just puts me in a, a unique position uh, to be able to speak about certain issues um, with some realness because I, mm -hmm. I actually understand what it's like to be poor. Like I actually understand what it was like to sell drugs. Like I actually understand what it was like for people um, to, 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 to go to jail. I actually understand like right now, some of my friends are, are into some stuff. Like I, I, I understand these things from like a real life perspective. Mm -hmm. And so then when I'm advocating about them, it's not it's not fake and it's not phony. And it's really important, um, you know, to 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 do, you know, like I say both, but really all three things like you got to be in the community. You got to be able to to like to, to talk to, to talk to the people and you got to be able to navigate the, the communities in your own city. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. And 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 then with that, then, you know, if you're in the streets, you got to be in the streets doing the activism work with the people. But then you also got to do the the behind the closed doors, meeting with government, mm -hmm. advocating and that yes. thing. Like you, you, you got to be able to do them all um, and you can't do one without the other. I just think that the people always know what the people need. Um, exactly. And and so, you know, I'm not saying I'm out here speaking for everybody or every black community, but I have a particular understanding that I think um, puts me in a unique position to be able to do some advocacy work. Exactly. And like you said, you're in the position with like your professional work or what you do like day to day work, your job to be in the rooms to it's not it's not gonna, a fight. Necessarily. Well, I can't say that. I don't know that it's a fight, but it's not necessarily a fight for you to get into these meetings and into these rooms with these people because no. you're somewhat there, which is like a blessing, because I think a part of that is why things may fizzle because people just they won't let them in the room. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you have to let me in the room because when I work here and you, so you, well, you can't stop me and you have to listen. So 
I think, I mean, one thing I want to say is like, I, I, especially about the, the selling drugs part. I want... You you just, everything just falls into place, it seems like. And I feel like he popped up for me, like when that was in my life and to you. And now here we both are. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you want to share, it's like, what, what do you have coming up the next six, 12 months that you can talk about like for yourself and then with game changers, anything we should be looking out for other than the merch, get the t-shirts, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, personally, like I'm, I'm into uh, a lot of different things. Like, um, I know, I'm, I know I'm, you have I'm, something coming up too, probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say that uh, I got some land and there's something being built, um, and hey. uh, in a, in a, in a black place. Uh, and, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm really trying to. Uh, get as many income streams as I can. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have my hands in a lot of different things. And so for me personally, I'm just looking at um, growth uh, and, and opportunities. Um, and then <clears throat> with game changers, like we have a lot of different things that are, that are sort of on the horizon. Um, one announcement for, uh, I'll, I'll say there's something coming up for emancipation day. That's, that's going to be cool for the city. Um, oh. And um uh, but then, yeah, like we're scheming on a lot of different things in terms of like how how we can be self-sustained and, and, and how we can uh, grow the, the organization. Um, there's talks with like uh, uh, some banks with large amounts of money on the table uh, that nice. potentially make some things happen. And so, you know, we, we really want to kind of grow and expand and maybe get to a point where um, we we that's just what we do. Like we we don't have like we work at game changers and then we're able to hire people and put people on. And yes. I mean, I think with the shirts, like really uh, we, we sold every single unit. And so we're working on the restock. Oh, so y'all can't get the shirts yet. Sorry. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming. Uh, we're working on the restock uh, with bigger sizes and kids sizes. And oh, uh, we're, we're creating a, we want to create a scholarship. Um <gasps> Uh, ask about that that's like one of my goals personally like i don't have a whole foundation all stuff that's like 10 years off but i was gonna that was gonna be like is there gonna be a scholarship because i would love to get in on that and contribute there is there is so like you know to to give an example like if we got um i don't know if the shirts made 20 grand um then the money is going to go into like we want it to be a long term so like we're not Mm going to give one person 20 grand but we might give um two grand or so to one person or to to someone each year Mm -hmm. so then the money's just going to sort of sit in the bank and each year we're going to dish out uh two thousand dollars to to a black Mm -hmm. person um going to university so the money is going to be creating a scholarship uh something long long lasting uh but impactful build it be better collaborate for the betterment of black people here mostly black children like the children are our future i'm really i don't have my own kids but like I'm very passionate about kids, especially black kids having a normal, good, regular, mm-hmm. long ass childhood. Like, I mean, yep. silly as shit till they're like 15, 16, 18, yep. 19, 20, like having a real childhood. I didn't get to have one just due to, you know, being black and then just other things and a result of, you know, socioeconomic status. Just a lot of things I didn't get to do as a kid. I grew up really fast. I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for other black kids. I want little black girls to be able to do and wear what they want. I want little black boys to be able to play whatever toys they want. And I want them to be happy and healthy mentally, physically, and just safe and be kids. So, like, I'm big on the set scholarships and, like, kids, like, I'm just big on kid stuff. So, 
I'm so happy to hear that. That, that. That's a mic drop moment. I ain't even going to try to follow <laughs> that part out because, like, yeah, everything you said there is big facts. Big auntie energy over here, y'all. I love, I love the kids, but leave black kids be. <laughs> let, let black kids be. Um, all right, so I'll get you to plug yourself. Plug in. Well, you don't have to plug yourself. I don't know that you want people on your social media, but, like, plug yourself. Where can we find Game Changers and anything else you want to know about, like, all the title of you and Game Changers or, like, any bits of information that you want people to know or, like, a final message? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, uh, I'm on social media. I mean, you know, if you want to learn more about, like, I guess, like, professionally what I'm doing, you can go to my website, uh, Simons, D-E-R-I-C-O-S-Y-M-O-N-D-S.ca. Um, same thing on social media, all of them, at Dorico Simons. Uh, and Game Changers, um, so, I mean, very simple, at GameChangers902.com um, and on all, all social media, at gamechangers 902 um hit us up follow us connect i like to build bridges um and i mean i think a message i'll probably um two if i remember them um one is uh is is the the toughest mountains have the best views um mm-hmm. and that's 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 literally and figuratively um that's a good one and um amazing things happen when nobody cares who gets the credit the credit the credit does not matter i we don't need thank yous I, we need the work done i just need it done we want exactly. it done and that's not y'all just want the work done and like the view that gave me chills because like that was literally my experience with therapy because therapy was hard as shit like when i was in it consistently trying to get through the real hard stuff and now i'm, mm-hmm. I'm on like a semi-monthly basis y'all i'm not there every month or twice a month now I'm, i made it out of it but like it's true like once i got like my healing from the real hard like core stuff like as a kid to now just like oh my god I was like this could have been my life earlier if I just didn't delay therapy I definitely purposely delayed it but I wish I did now but it's so worth it like the heart like it's the view is insane it's amazing like it's just he's right those are those are two incredible gems so thank you my last question well like for the most part we'll do goals after but like my last question is what is your definition of the better life like yeah for you yeah so so the better life is um it's about it's about upgrading your circumstances, um, transcending your circumstances, uh, and creating opportunities um, and situations not only for yourself but the people around you. Thank you. I, okay. Well, I'm gonna just get say a couple of words and then we'll do goals and I'll let you go. But I'm just gonna take this time to like and please let me finish just to like big you up for a little bit because I don't like people don't know Rico because you're very quiet for one. Like you, you definitely like are very much to yourself too unless you are doing an event or like have to speak somewhere. But you're very much very private to yourself and mm-hmm. I, I understand that with good reason. But like y'all, he is doing like big things. Don't let him. Don't let like the smooth talking fool you. Like Rico has done amazing things. <laughs> And, like, even your trajectory of, like, once you kind of got your foot in the door, like, professionally with the things that you're doing, like, the way you've kind of, like, leapfrogged and got, like, and kept going up and up and up from there, like, amazing for one. Because you, you, he always has a lot going on. I don't think people know that. Like, this man always has a lot going on. <laughs> like, he's always doing something and involved with something and someone's always, like, needing his input on something. So, like, to know that you're doing that and then you have game changes and then you have, like, your home family life and you're balancing all that and you make it look easy and great. And I know it's not. And I know there are hard days. But, like, mm-hmm. what you're doing is very important. Who you are by yourself, though people knowing you, is very important. And what you stand for is very important. So I I tip my hat to you because, like I said, you're doing the hard work, the heavy lifting. As a young Black man, like, growing up in the city, it's what, what you have turned out to become is 
I'm sure exceeded many people's expectations. Fuck their expectations, but <laughs> needs to say, you've done incredibly well. Whether those were your beginnings or not, but like I'm very proud of you because even if it went a different way, that really like to me that don't change much. I have friends that are make you know they have choice sure. activities, choice friends, whatever they can do that. But and if that was your your life, then so be it. Doesn't make a difference to me. But like what you're doing, I just hope you know it's super important. People see you, like you said, I pay attention to the details, <laughs> even though I don't always speak on it. Like I do remember, and like I'm very very grateful that like my nephews have someone to look up to in the city. Young black boys have someone to look up to in the city, and it's not loud and aggressive and arrogant as people like to say it's not that at all it's very much very intentional with purpose and love with a goal in mind and you're doing it as much as some days i'm sure it don't seem like it's getting done or it's not fast enough like you're doing it and you're doing it very well so i thank you Uh, damn i don't it's not often that i don't know what to say but like when i tell you that um I needed to hear that. I I just I needed to hear it because um, there's some trying days. So uh, for the you know for the sake of 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 getting a little bit emotional from that. Uh, <laughs> oh no! For oh. real, for real. Like I I really I just I really appreciate it. Um, uh, you know more than more than you think, and the way that um, you know you approach this and the conversations in terms of bigging people up and the and first of all, like shout out to yourself though, like because. Cause I know that your journey has, has not been, um, has not been easy. Um, yeah. I, like I, I was telling people if they knew, cause there's the things you don't know, but if people really knew, I know. Like you said, like, ugh. that's what I was going to say. I was, <laughs> was going to say from the little bit and the little bit and bits and pieces that I know, like, I know shit was not easy for you. Oh, it was um, definitely like Deborah Cox. Like I'm not supposed to be <laughs> here. Like, how did we get, <laughs> like, I don't know, but by God, my father and grandparents as guardian angels, like I have no, like, that literally is it in my grandmother's prayers and my mom's prayers. That has to be it. There's no other way. <laughs> but you're, man, but you're here and you're doing it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate the, I Honestly, I really do appreciate uh, the, the love and, and, and all the gas. And like, I usually, I don't deal well with Yeah, no, give people like, the flowers. I, I really no, I'm, I I'm such a big, like, give people the flowers. I text my brother all the time, like, hey, you're a good dad. And even like black dads, I know in general, like, especially ones I know that they, you know, the children's moms be whatever, even like black moms, they have like, you're doing a good job. I know it's hard. Like, I know you need a break. Like, give, like, that's the thing I learned about this year. I was just like, just some people need to hear those things and you don't even know it, but like, don't wait for something to happen or for like a day like mm-hmm. i'm not waiting for this or that like i'm just gonna tell you hey this is it like i try to be like hey you're like hope you're having a good day or like i'm thinking about you or like i'm really proud of you i hope you're proud of yourself i see what you did with that i love it it's people need to know sometimes they're doing a good thing not for like an ego boost but just know that like okay what i'm on the right track it's it somebody notices or at least it means something to somebody i've reached somebody but tell people those things don't hold it inside Tell people the good things. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're proud of them. What they're doing is important because it is. And what some people are doing are, is very important, but people need to know that. People are not robots. As much as we have a, a great game face, because I have a real good one, so do you. <laughs> people need to hear those things about themselves. So just do it. Facts, facts, facts. I, I appreciate it uh, a lot. I'll, I'll take my flowers from you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. All right, lastly, I promise this is it. And then if you want to talk afterwards, we can, you can call me or whatever. I'll call I mean, I'm trying to sit here. Do I do I tell the truth or do I or do I lie? Um, so my goal for this week to be to be like 100 percent is um, well, there's a there's a, there's a there's a, a a woman who reached out to me like 
um, and she's in an abusive relationship and the police did some stuff to her and and I'll, I, I, I I'm taking the information from the uh, from the uh, uh, zoom meeting that we had it was like mm-hmm. it was a long meeting but anyway taking that information and, and writing into a formal complaint for her that's that's actually what my goal is for the finish this week I just haven't yeah. had a chance to get to it um, but I mean, I can make one about myself, but it usually isn't. Uh, but goal for this <laughs> week is goal for this week because I'm, I'm I'm actually on a vacation day tomorrow. Um, is to sit to, down. To, yeah, to take care of myself. <laughs> Good. We'll, we'll say that. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I don't know if the missus is working from home. Yeah, he's not married that I know of, y'all. So I just say missus because, like, I don't like wifey. It's weird to me. But <laughs> <laughs> I like if nobody's home, please like just sleep in a little bit. Try to like. Just find that time for yourself because it's still important to have alone time, even if you're with somebody. But especially you, like knowing the kind of person you are, like a go, go, go person, sitting down can be strange, like, and it can be weird. But like, you deserve oh, rest. Like, I'm gonna send you a page called the Nap Ministry, and it's literally about black people resting as a form of like resistance. And I was like, yes, ma'am, I'm with it. But rest, like, you deserve rest, like, a lot of rest. We people don't get enough vacation time in general, but rest even just for like an hour but you deserve it i hope you get that letter written i know it's hard because it's i would be avoiding it personally because i man. i mean it's I, I heard that and i was like ooh, triggered i was like okay use your tool but that is yeah it can be hard yeah no 100 it's hard to listen <sighs> to that stuff and and but you know uh, i again like this was just like random, like found mm-hmm. Googled police brutality or people speaking up and found my name and just it's right. I don't know this person, uh, mm-hmm. but like to just to be uh, like, I'm legitimately honored to be in a position to hear somebody's story. Um, and there's just a responsibility that like, well, here's what I'm able to do to help and support. So like, you know, I know that like, I don't know what people normally say in terms of their goals for the week, but like, that's just really what it is. Sometimes me, I like. just say I'm gonna nap. And yeah. like sometimes I don't do it. I'll just like I'm gonna actually sit down and do no- like and do nothing while I'm sitting down because I'm not a do nothing person and I get a lot of flack for it. I get a lot of like joke gifts, like stress relief gifts for my birthday and Christmas as like a you need to like relax and sit down. <laughs> so I was like, hope you sit down too, but. What is your goal for this week? Thank you all for sticking with me for yet again another episode of The Better Life. Before I go, the last thing I want to tell y'all is remember to smile at a stranger today. Thank you. I'll be back next week.